Welcome back to another episode of Three Dads in a Minivan. You have Greg, you've got Kev, you've got Ed. We have returned. We're trying to be as consistent as possible, but we all have very busy lives, but we do take time out of our very busy lives to do this podcast for you guys because we know sometimes it's a great escape for you guys in the middle of a week, the hustle and bustle of life. So to take you away for just 30 minutes and let you guys have some fun, that's what this show is all about. So thank you to all of you that check in uh, each week and listen to our new episodes. Uh, I am curious to know, Ed, uh, in the past week or so, have you picked up a tool? And if you did, oh no, the facial expression right there told me. No no way. (laughs) Not even a chance that a tool was picked up since our last episode. Oh, no way. Maybe there has. What's the word? I did. I picked up a pair of scissors to open up some Amazon packages. Ah, doesn't count. Doesn't count, Ed. I'm talking about- Are like scissors drill. not a tool? Scissors no, aren't a tool. Scissors, okay. Si- no, the scissors are not a tool. Yeah, are, if you're doing crafts. Okay, stay right there. Stay right there. Stay right there. Scissors are not are a tool. scissors- Google knows crap. everything. Consider okay. a tool. No. Scissors are a hand operating shearing tools. A pair of scissors consists of a pair of metal blades pivoted so that the sharpened edges slide against each other when the handles opposite to the pivot are closed. Boom, bap, shibu. I'm dropping the mic. If you ask 10 people on the street, are these scissors a tool or is this hammer and a screwdriver? Which one would you consider a tool, right? If you had both in their hands. I'm going to say 10 out of 10 are going to look at the hammer and the screwdriver and say that those are tools and the scissors are not. Why scissors do they are fine print. That's fine print. Like, are they technically a tool? Sure. Bro. Do people consider uh, them a tool? No. I, I'm going off of Google, the top search on Google. I don't care. It's don't not care. even It's not even a link. It's the let's actual thing. Let's put it thing. this way. All right. Well, let's put it this way. <clears throat> if it's considered a tool, if I go into Home Depot or Lowe's, and I go back to the tool area. Am I going to find scissors, Ed? No. May. You may. No, no, you are not. You're going to find them where all the crafts and all those uh, accessories and things are. You're not going to find them back with the drills and the hammers and the screwdrivers. They are not there. You might find a blade, but I don't think you're going to find scissors. You'll Am find I um, No, you'll find scissors at Michael's. Oh, well, that's a craft store. That's where Ed probably belongs. Yeah, it's a he craft doesn't store. belong in Home Depot or Lowe's. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> All right. If I, let's just say I got crazy and mm-hmm. I went and I beat somebody up with a hammer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I beat somebody up with a tool. Yeah. What's the difference between me beating somebody up with a hammer or me going stabbing somebody to death with a scissors? scissors. Nothing. They're both considered you're, weapons at that point. Yeah, you're both. You're going to go to jail for both. Either one. Right. So I don't understand the point of your statement. <laughs> Was I there a point to that at all? I don't even know if there's a. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> there it. There's not even a comparison, is there? <laughs> yeah, like, there wasn't. What there's if none. I jump off a cliff without a parachute? Is that the same as having a pair of scissors as tools? No, and right. I don't understand the. Uh, are you tired this morning? You look like you're disheveled a little bit. No, I, I, I'm a little upset. I'm a little angry because I let stuff bubble. I let it bubble, and then just finally, I get to spew it out on this podcast. Which, by the way, not to get off kilt. But it is really cool. Like, I know we always say sub- subscribe and this and that, but it is really cool, especially on, like, my Apple iPods, uh, my Apple iPods, my Apple podcast 
app. There we go. Okay. I, I didn't loaded. know you had one. Okay. It's really cool when you go to your podcast and any podcast that you follow, it just always shows up like every time we have a new episode. So I don't know. I just think that's pretty cool. So make sure okay. you're subscribing to us because then you'll, what'll happen is every time we release a new episode, you won't even have to go anywhere. You just go on that podcast app. You're right. I, do, right I got a notification. Yeah. I got a notification last time through Apple Podcasts when we dropped the new episode and it showed up like a fantasy football alert almost like for me. It was like, hey, a new episode of Three Dads in a Minivan. Just drop, click, click here. I was like, that's awesome like i didn't know we were doing that but that's pretty dope so thank yeah, you because i get to watch the stats behind the scenes and i'll see like we'll have episode like eight somebody will go and listen to episode eight and then you could see them listen to episode nine so it's almost like maybe they're forgetting that we have the podcast so if you do the the notification update or, or subscribe it'll come right to the top so anyway nice little side note so getting back to where i was at kev you good yeah all right. I just <laughs> he's just uh, sitting there. He's in the in land of stuffed animals right he's, now. Yeah, I'm like, there's a bunch of stuffed animals and blankets and clothes. He can tell Kev's a he's Listen, now Mr. Mom. We're all from radio, bro. Like you you don't jump on top of other people when they're talking. So Good point, Kev. Patiently waiting my turn, dude. You just, I know, but you just look like you're like uh, a kid that was like grounded or whatever and just sitting in your room, you I know, am talking grounded. to friends. Hey, can't wait to mom and dad let me out. July. <laughs> Oh, All right. Boy. So anyway, uh, what's going on here is my aggravation has boiled over to a T because now everybody and their mother has to get tipped. And I don't know if we've discussed this or not, but it's driving me nuts. Like I notice it more and more everywhere. You go to Subway. Would you like to add yep. a tip? You go yep. to Jersey Mike's. Would you like to add a tip? You go to Panera Bread. Would you like to add a tip? I mean, it doesn't matter. You notice how it's all three sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. It was just sandwich shops. Awesome. <laughs> Which he has coupons for all of them, but go ahead. Oh man. <laughs> it just drives me absolutely crazy. You're right. It, You're right. Because it's like, whatever happened, just make the sandwich. Just make it. I don't need to tip you. And then I guess it's the guilt. That's where I'm getting at here. It's the guilt of not getting them a tip. Because I'm really cool. I feel like when it comes to like going out to a restaurant. If I go to like a Chili's or something like that, and I don't know why Chili's always comes up. We should we should be endorsed by Chili's. But anyway. And we should be endorsed by Chili's with as much as you're holding on to that. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, who's really going to Applebee's? Like, who's really dining at Chili's? It's Ed. Ed is the one keeping Netflix in business for their DVD subscription service. Ed is keeping AOL online in business. Like Ed is that old guy who's I'm loyal. the same. He's gonna have the same phone, you know, that he's had since he was in high school. It's just this just Ed. It's just Ed. But I'm sorry, Ed. When you said Chili's, it immediately brought me back to wild days. But go ahead. But anyway, and I'm just going to wrap up what I'm saying here. But the point is that when I go out to a restaurant, I get good service. I'm always good about tipping. So it's the same yes. thing. Like if somebody's like really courteous behind the counter and they do a good job making my sub and stuff like that, like, but I don't want to tip you. And I don't, I feel cheap when I hit that eh, and I hit the line that says no, no tip yeah. or whatever. I just always feel cheap. And I just want to know, should I feel guilty about hitting that? No. Well, I think in, in the tipping world, you know, it, it's a service that is provided, right? So it, it, it to me, it's like tears. I it, Greg brought up fantasy football earlier. It's just like tears in fantasy <laughs> football. You got tier one, tier two, you know. So in reality, jobs are that way too, you know, especially when it comes to tipping, right? So if you're a server, absolutely, you're working for tips. You're providing a service, whether you valet cars, same thing. You're providing a service. There are certain jobs where I believe 
the tipping is okay. And that's kind of part of it. But now it has become because everybody's using debit cards now more than, you know, nine times out of 10, you're paying with a debit card. And every time you do it, it pops up. Do you want to do a tip? Mm -hmm. And now you see that the, 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 I don't bowl or whatever, you know, that every single business now has out there tips. Tips, tips, whether it's Subway or Jersey Mike's, just like you said, it's tips for everything. It's like that's it's not needed. That's not a that is not it's a overkill. It, it is overkill. It's overkill. And like I said, when you start going into Home Depot and Lowe's and all of a sudden they're going to start asking if you want to leave a tip and you're the one who's doing the checkout yourself. It's like, what is really happening in this world? I agree. I think the tipping thing is out of control. I'm like Ed said, if I have good service. I've been a server in the past. We've all probably worked in food service. So we know the money is not that great. So I think that owners and establishments have added that feature because they know they're paying these kids, you know, eight, 10, nine, $10 an hour. And if they're making sandwiches and they can make a, you know, an extra buck or two per sandwich over the period of time, it doesn't cost the business owner, right? He's trying to float that now to the, the customer. Uh, but it's, it is, it's overkill. It's not necessary. You're being paid by the business to do the job. Why do I have to tip you? But like Ed said, if you do great service, right. And you asked me all these questions, you answered with a smile, you made me feel welcome. That option is there. So, right. So they can't just pick and choose when the, when the option is going to show up, it has to show up for everybody. So I think it's circumstantial. I do not think Ed, you should feel bad if you do not tip that kid who just made your sandwich and he was looking down the whole time. He didn't even make eye contact with you. And you know, you could tell he doesn't want to be there. Like that kid should not get tipped. It's the people who go the extra mile to make you feel welcome or make you feel, uh, you know, appreciated as a customer. Those are the options. I think that's when you tip. That's well, my, even when it comes to sense. even when it comes to restaurant, right? Like when you do uh, carry out, you, you roll up, yeah. They put, it, they put it in a bag and they want you to tip them. It's I don't. I have a hard time with that one. And again, I feel guilty as well. But at the same time, you have to look at the bigger picture. Your job, if you're working the the uh, the takeout counter, so to speak. Uh, and the chef is already preparing the food and putting it in the in the in the bin for you in the to go container. And all you're literally doing is taking it in the container and putting it in a bag and stapling somebody's receipt on there. And you think I should give you five dollars for that? Because no, I'm sorry, that don't is get your for that. job. Yeah, oh, you don't yeah. get tipped for no, that. No, we talked. We actually talked about that specific thing we talked about on the radio on the morning show about the tip out for tipping for takeout. And we had a lot of servers call up. And say yes that they should be getting a tip. So just to let you know, like their mindset is, if you do not tip them, it's of course like their mindset is that. No, but I'm saying, but like they, they consider it you stiffing them. So if you go in and you order whatever, no. take out the Sorry. go, and no. you put you a zero on that line, I'm you telling you. Okay, that's yeah. fine. And I'm going to go ahead and put this out there for all servers that work in the industry because I was one myself. I'm sorry if you did not wait on me, right? That you're a waiter or a waitress. That means you're waiting on somebody to serve them. If I call ahead to do a to-go order, right? 
and it's waiting in a plastic bag for me at your to-go counter at Chili's or wherever it is. And I walk in the door and say, hey, I'm Greg here. I'm here to pick up my order. And you turn around and grab the bag and stick it on the counter. You obviously think that that's worth two, three, four, five dollar tip. I'm sorry. It's not. You didn't wait on me. You provided me something that I already pre-ordered. Right? Do I go into Best Buy and I just pre-ordered my iPhone and I go to the counter to pick it up? Do I tip the Best Buy person for turning around and grabbing my box? There's no difference. I'm sorry, wait staff people. If you're working the to-go counter, you are not a waiter or waitress. You are a to-go attendant. Okay. And if you're bringing it out to my car, let me. I'll say this out back. If if you're bringing it out to my vehicle, right? You're going inside. You're taking my credit card bill. You're taking it back inside to pay it. You're grabbing my food. You're putting it into my vehicle. Then I will probably tip you. But if I have to get out of my car and go inside and pick it up myself, I do not see the difference with me doing that at Walmart, Best Buy, or any other place. Well, and I think you make a good point there because it, that's the difference, right? There's there's jobs, and then there's service jobs. Right. So if you're a server, then you're waiting serving. on someone. You're serving. You're making multiple trips. You're making sure water and drinks and beverages are, are full. You're making sure that they have utensils. You're doing all these things the entire time I'm sitting at a table or a, the entire time that I need a service provided for me. If you're right. just doing a job, that is your your job, job. <laughs> Thank you know you. and i think you made a great comparison to where like if you work at best buy right and you're checking someone out why aren't we tipping them if we're tipping right. everyone Correct. right because they're i mean they're doing the same exact thing the person yep. at the carry out counter is doing yep. as far as i'm aware so like you're bagging the stuff here's your receipt thank you for coming See, and here's the thing, and I'm talking about stiffing like the sandwich people, but when it comes to the takeout, I actually do tip takeout. And and it was something going back to this radio discussion because I remember it was like an overwhelming majority. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I wasn't ready for that. And the vibe was basically like, well, look, we're not just taking the order. We're taking the order. We're going in the back. We're packing it. We're making sure you have all of your essentials that you need to go. We're double checking the order. We're bringing That's it to the job. counter. We're going sure. back. We're filling up your drink and this and that for to go. Your to go diet coke, whatever it is. So for them, it's like a mini version. Now they're they're not saying to get tip twenty percent. Just so you know, they were saying that they but they should be getting something off of it because and and you know what I do agree with that. It's called I'm, a paycheck. Thank you. You got them. you when you took the job. There was a job description, right? And it told you what your job was. Now, again, we have to distinguish between somebody who works a carryout counter and somebody who is a waiter or waitress who is waiting on people for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. The difference is time, right? So like you just said, Ed, yes, it's not just, oh, well, you showed up and you took the bag and you left. It's all the work I had to do, Mr. Wolf, to put your order together. Uh, no. That is what the business is hiring you to do. They are paying you to do that job, right? And nine times out of 10, the cooks and the chefs in the back are the ones preparing it. They're putting it in a container and they're leaving it for you then to grab it and put it in a bag and make sure, like you said, the utensils are in there and the sauces and all of that and you're stamping. That is what you're getting paid for. Because if I said to you, hey, um, what is this job paying you for? 
Um, they're paying me to work. Well, what is your job? Well, I worked at the go counter. Okay, well, what does what do those duties entail? And if you tell me, well, I'm just supposed <laughs> to sit here and answer the phone. I'm, my job is not to go back and put it together for you and all that. That's why I need to make tips. No, the business hired you to do the job. Every job that is ever um, listed has the job requirements, right? And it says what your job duties are. So again, I think it's speculative on the individual. And if you feel that you got good service from that individual, it is up to you. You should not feel obligated, nor should you feel pressure or feel guilty because you didn't tip the person who put your to-go order together. I'm sorry. If I walk into the establishment and that's all you've done, that is your job. That's it. If you're a waiter or waitress, you should be tipped. That's it. Well, isn't like um, the carryout area and then obviously like host or hostess, right? The, the, those are the levels. If if you want to be in that industry and you want to be a server so that you can make more money and make right. more tips, you got to start somewhere. That's ground Correct. level, right? Do your job. And then if you want more tips, become a server. Right. Well, sometimes the bartenders are the ones that actually put the order together. Like if they're working bar, they'll they'll work bar and then they'll put the to-go order. Okay, so together. then how come we don't walk to the bar and tip them? Right. Exactly. But see, there's a lot of discrepancies <laughs> here, Ed. <laughs> I'm not saying that anybody's wrong. I'm just saying you shouldn't feel guilty in certain situations, right? And that is those certain situations where that is solely the person's job, right? Sandwich maker. Your job is to make sandwiches. Your job, you didn't wait on me like a waiter. You you made me a sandwich. But who paid you to make the sandwich? The business, right? You did your job. I have to tip you. Hey, let me ask you this question, Ed. <clears throat> Last time you've ever had to go into an advanced auto parts and you had to walk up to the counter and tell the guy, hey, uh, I'm looking for uh, this. Oil. I know it's a bad example of dealing with Ed. No, it's not. And Keep going. But no, this is my point, though. Advanced Auto Parts has a counter, right? Just like a subway and you have to go order the part or you have to say, hey, I need this specific air filter or hey, I need to get some windshield wiper blades and I don't know the right size. Guess what? They're going to walk you around and they're going to get the right thing for you. They're going to take you back to the counter and they're going to ring you up. There is no tip option at Advanced Auto Parts, but that person actually took the time to walk around, make sure I got the right part and did whatever and they checked me out and I was on my way. There is not a tip option at Advanced Auto Parts. Sorry, subway the, the, person the funny, working. The Funniest, You're no different than the advanced auto parts guy working the counter. The funniest part about this whole story is I swear to God, I don't think I've ever stepped foot inside an advanced auto part for <laughs> my life. <laughs> Anytime I have anything wrong, you're saying like windshield wiper fluid and stuff like that. That's I bring it to Honda to take care of that. So Okay, but do you see my point? It's somebody working at a I counter. It. It, it's it's funny though, because when you bring up like Best Buy or Advanced Auto Parts or whatever, you know, Walgreens or whatever, right? You don't see that. Nope. But as soon as it happens to be food services, yes. it's like everybody in the food industry now is like, dude, just throw out a tip there. Just throw out a tip jar. Doesn't matter what it is, right? Just throw it out there. It's I don't agree with it. Well, real quick, I, I know Greg, I think you have a story that you want to read, but before we go to that story, oh, yeah. there was there was part two, real quick. I just want to give you part two of my sandwich shop dilemma. I'm gonna put you guys in my shoes. Because it was very, very, very awkward. So I'm in Subway and the guy that, you know, makes my subs sometimes, he's really a really nice guy talking to me and this and that. Now I noticed it and I'm like, oh, like I'm like cringing because like he has like that little bit of um like you could see like a little bit of spit. Not not like not like you know what I mean, but you could see like 
on his lip. You could see some stuff coming off while he was talking. Oh. He's chatting and chatting, 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 chatting. I'm just like, oh, you know, uh, you know Ed, like, Ed was there. You got to talk to Ed. Yeah. So he's talking. But he is. He's talking to me and this and that. So now, you know, they make your sandwich, they roll it up and they go over and they give it to the next person to to ring up. Right. So there's a separate person that stands at the counter to ring up. So he takes off the gloves. He goes back. He starts. Now there's a person behind me. Go make the subs. And the guy actually goes to him. He goes, uh, if you could do me a favor, just please, you know, don't talk while you're making my sub. And I'm like, oh, oh. so I know I exactly mean, why he said it, because I yeah. was thinking it. But I'm like, man, you got to have some cojones to come out and say that, because that's really rude. And his face like behind the counter was like, OK, like he didn't know, you know, he's right. Wondering right. why the hell is this guy telling me not to talk while I'm making your sub? I mean, he's supposed to ask questions. Do you want cheese? Do you want, want veggies? Like, he's got to ask some things. Unless well, the guy was just very adamant. Like, well, no, no, no. no. He, I mean, he cheese. like he was, you know, doing that. But I'm saying, I think he meant like, don't, ch you know, like me, with me, me and the guy. Yeah, me and the guy were talking about this and that. Blah, 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 you know, another thing. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, oh, my wow. God, you got to have some cojones to do. I, I don't know. I just thought it was really awkward. It would put me in an awkward position because I'm sitting there paying and I'm like putting my credit card in the thing like real slowly. I'm like, OK, this is awkward. <laughs> well, Again. you got Daffy Duck talking to you. Yeah, dude. Another <laughs> it's experience. Like, it's like a dash. <laughs> just exactly. all over. It's sucker exactly. sucker. Sucker and sucker. How, how would you like your subway? Did you like yeah. it with a lot of pepper? I, I hey real quick before we switch gears because you said you said subway and it makes me because I haven't been a subway and I can't even tell you how long. What? Um, yeah, me either. But it, have you noticed a difference once they went to like the deli fresh meat? Oh yeah, with the uh, Patrick Mahomes and all the you know Tom Brady's of the world, the sandwiches tasted. Are they tasting any different these days? Ed? No, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, great. It tastes the same. So it just takes longer for them to make it because they've got to cut it and it tastes the exact same thing. Yeah. I just I just like how a year ago, I don't know if you guys know they rolled well, you don't go to Subway, but no. a year ago they rolled out this whole thing where now they have like kind of like Jersey Mike's where if you tell them the number, they just make it as a number. And I oh. still I refuse to go by their adage. I won't do the numbers. I do it my sub my way. Yeah, I'm a Jersey Mike's guy myself. Jersey a, Mike's uh, is way better than Subway. So good. Jimmy John's too, but more more so Jersey Mike's. Uh Subway's just doesn't do it for me anymore. Plus I worked nope. there in high school. All right. All right, guys. So we're switching gears here. Might as well get um, Blimpy. I'm not a big <laughs> Blimpy. Blimpy. Wow. You know, Ian Beckles used to own that Blimpy on Kennedy Boulevard until he found out what it's like to run a sandwich shop. And he said, nope, I'm not doing that anymore. Are they even uh, around? But, I don't even think they're around. That? I don't Blimpy's think so. not around anymore. You know what? I? Oh, yeah. real quick, Greg. I'm so not there, trying to delay the story. Oh, Blimpy's, oh, there's a Blimpy right next to Miami Subs. No way. Where? There's a Blimpy still around? No, I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Miami Subs. They Yo. used to be the bomb, too. I was up in Atlanta when I was up in Atlanta, like we were up in Atlanta a few weeks ago. I got an erection. I saw a Quiznos. Oh my god. Oh my dude. gosh. Quiznos. Oh, well, we was it at the we airport? Couldn't, we couldn't stop because I was on my tour for The Walking Dead. So we oh, couldn't god. stop. And I saw a Quiznos. I was like, I go to Haze, I bummer. I go, oh my god, a Quiznos. She goes, Oh yeah, look, look, a Quiznos. Like she got excited too. Like, oh my god, we were Quiznos fiends. Sorry, go ahead. Do you remember Schlotsky's Schlotsky deli that used to be over in Carrollwood and they had one over in Clearwater? Schlotsky's used to be the bomb, dude. No, all right, that's no. all right. Anyways, moving Silence. on. We're going to we're switching stores. <laughs> remember Schnock, uh, Schnock, Schnelly? Schlotsky's was the bomb. All right, Girl, so look at that. Let's go to I'm not a big Reddit guy. 
Uh, I know Ed sometimes checks out Reddit, but there was a story of a man who was pleading to Reddit to ask questions about his 35-year-old wife who has decided to go to some Mississippi State frat parties. And is this a red flag? I'm just going to read you the post and then you guys will discuss. Stop the story right now. Nope, we're going to go through with it. Here we go. Uh, and the title is, is it strange my wife is going out to frat slash sorority parties? I'm seeking advice. I'm a 38-year-old male. My wife is 35 years old. We live in a small college town in Starkville, Mississippi. Go Bulldogs. We both met in college in the same area we live currently. We got married and we have a five-year-old. Anyways, I trust my wife, but I feel like she's going through some sort of midlife crisis. She doesn't go out every single weekend to frat parties, but last month she went out two times to a frat party. And she goes to the local clubs and bars around here, sometimes by herself or with her friends. And she comes home drunk, like hammered some nights when I have to help her get in bed. Sometimes she takes a cab or I even have to pick her up. Since the year started, she's been to five frat parties and she goes to bars, clubs a lot more often. She goes to college planned events and concerts that are off campus, like Bulldog Bash, uh, which has a bunch of drunk kids at uh, at that event as well. Um, it says, uh, oh, I lost it. Where did it go? Okay, here we go. Uh, I talked to my wife about this. She said she's just trying to quote, have fun. Her sister made a comment about the behavior because my wife and I are close with her sister and she was just over her house, uh, one day getting ready with my, with my wife for our daughter's birthday dinner last week. And her sister said, quote, she's just living her best life. Don't worry about it. End quote. Mm. So yeah, she's living her best life. All right. Yeah, dude. She's uh, getting, ta- getting dicked down by some college frat boys. I, she is getting is that- tagged and bagged. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, but just- he would. I would feel like he would know that, right? I mean, if she's being that blatant that she's going to these parties, then I think that that I don't necessarily know. Especially if he said she's coming home and she's hammered and he has to help her get in bed and all that. I feel like you would know if that's where it was at. I think she may be going through a midlife crisis because, again, she's in her early 30s. She's had a kid for five years, right? So she didn't really get too far out of her 20s before they got married and had a kid. So I think she's just going through something. Maybe she didn't have a lot of partying in her early 20s, and now she's she's kind of regretting some of that, which is why she's migrating back to her college days you know what's funny is i think it was one of the first things you were telling me from the from the reddit post is that the guy said something like she only went twice or was something like that she said twice, she yeah. only went twice or whatever and right. i'm like wait like a second i'm like wait a second once is too much for me i can't even imagine haza being like hey i'm going to a frat party at usf tonight you know what well, i mean the like thing that doesn't specify it doesn't specify was she in a sorority prior Right. Was she in a fraternity sorority and like she was about that life or does she have like friends, you know, uh, uh, that or in that sorority? Like there's a lot of missing pieces to the story. Right. We don't know. But is that a red flag? Yeah. Especially if she's it would be totally different if she was go- asking you to go right to say, hey, hon, let's go to this uh, bulldog bash in Mississippi State. Let's go to the bulldog bash and have some fun. Like but the fact that she's excluding him. <laughs> from all of this and just going herself and, and not only her... that it's not like she's going out with just some friends and they're going to bars and you right. know, a bunch of 35 year old women or 35 year old moms or just moms in general like oh we need to get out of here let's go and have some wine let's go you know let's go out and go get some dinner no she's going to a right. kegger yeah. with <laughs> a bunch of college kids dudes that, you know what i'm saying yeah dudes right <laughs> yeah. like multiple 
Lots yeah, of she's, drunk. She's doing keg stands. Mm. She's probably showing her boobs. Yeah. She is getting after it. And it's, you know, whether she's, you know, having sex with these college kids or not, you know, obviously we don't know that. But right. she is trying to get away from her current situation. Agreed. And that is to me, it's a huge red flag. That's the yeah. question, right? So he, yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't want the ro- responsibilities of being a mom or maybe being a wife, and she just wants to go cut it loose. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, it said, "Is it strange that my wife is going out to frat sorority parties?" Yes, yes. at thirty, at thirty-five years old. Uh, yeah, I think that's an issue. I Bro, think you should not be going to frat parties. At that we don't, age. we don't need CSI here to figure out that she is going and getting nailed down. There's no, there's no way she's just going to these parties and just socializing, you know, in the corner and not, like you said, showing boob or, you know what I mean? Or kissing or this and that. I mean, we don't know that, but it's, it's nothing good oh, is going to come from it, right? <clears throat> there's nothing positive that's going to be like, you know, it was a really great educational experience. And, you know, I really sat down and we discussed physics and, you know, we talked about different things and, you know, we, we had a book club at the frat party. Like, no, we know, like Ed said, we know what's going on. You uh, can mark so. my words. You can mark my words on this podcast, mark the note, mark the date, this and that. If Hazel even just attended a frat party, it would be on grounds of divorce. Oh, damn. Yep. Wow. You call me psycho. Call me what you want. There's, there's no reason for you to be there. There's no I mean, reason for yes, this lady to be if- here. So let's say Hazel was in a sorority when she was in school and then comes around homecoming time. You know, she gets to see her old uh, sorority sisters and get together for the uh, the memories and like to be a part of the pomp and circumstance on campus when they have the parade and obviously the football game. That's acceptable. But if just because Hazel has not been in that life prior, I could see where it would be an issue. But what if she was in a sorority and and then homecoming comes around every year? Cool. There's a Chili's right over there by USF. Go ahead and check it out with your girls. <laughs> what if they brought her in to be a speaker? Like a yeah. do a presentation of her job. But that's not a party, guys. You, you see, you guys are you yeah, guys are saying like yeah. for her to set yeah. foot on campus. I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about Oh no, no, no I'm saying just... during a party. And the yeah, fact homecoming. she's going and she's going rogue, that's the other thing too. Like she's yeah. going rogue, right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, even if you're going with your girls, I still don't think it's cool. Like, don't get well, me wrong. He, in this guy's case, he said his sister or her sister went as well. And her sister's like trying to say, listen, dude, relax. Like, I'm there with her. Nothing's oh, yeah. going on. Okay. <laughs> well, and think about it this. Let's flip the script a little bit. What if he goes to a big old sorority party? Yes. Why? See, how he would- hasn't approached that. Like, how would that be? If he's like, hey, honey, listen, uh, I know we've got things to do this weekend, but uh, there's this big sorority party I'm going to go to next month at Mississippi State. Uh, I'll, I'll call you on Tuesday. Like, yeah, dude. Like, why isn't it reversed here? Because they're not trying to get to- watching Coco Melon with little Jimmy. I'm uh, going to go check out some uh, <laughs> Tridelts. Let's go. Booby uh, <laughs> Capodima. Show Cap-a-dimas? me. Capodimas? Yeah, but what? Capadama, oh, uh, what's the word y'all in? We're in Capadama. Capadama, it's the Wu Tang sorority. It's the fraternity of the Wu. Capadama. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wonder what oh Capadama looks like. It's like the K and then the D, like a, what the in the tridelt sign. Capadama. <laughs> I, I it, it it ain't happening on my watch, gentlemen. I just got mm-hmm. you, and I'm not no, talking about that honor. And you I know think what? That guy, yeah, <clears throat> and I will say there's a difference too. I, I know it's going to sound crazy, but there's a difference. I think there's a difference between 
a woman. Oh, here we go. I know I'm going to. Oh, my God. Here we go. You already opened up that can. So you might as well just continue with it. There's going to there's a difference between an older woman going to like a frat party full of college guys. Right. Then an older man showing up to a sorority party full of college girls. So, for example, let me give Mm, you an example. Okay, We'll we'll take Kevin and his wife. Okay, Kristen. Going and she's like, Well, don't put my name in the pocket. Kristen going to go. a fraternity party at USF would be like the guys will be like, Oh wow, da 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 mom's here, this and that, this but Kev going there. Don't it, you say it. it like, like creepy old man. Like, what's the creepy old man doing in the corner? <laughs> like, who is that guy? Who brought their dad? Whose dad is waiting for to take him home? Bad example. They different. wouldn't say that if I did. Now you and your new balance, they would be like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who's what's up this with the guy creepy with guy the, with the rash? Why is this guy rashy over here just scratching in the corner? <laughs> who's this guy with the, the grandpa walking new balance on? <laughs> and the cargo and the, the cargo, cargo shorts. shorts are stained. What? Oh, <laughs> and, he's got his, and he's got this uh grimace looking uh purple collar oh. t shirt on. Who's What's this guy? Neck? Where's his neck? Why'd this guy bring a box of Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> to a college frat party? But I see what you're doing. Go ahead. <laughs> I knew you'd try to flip it off me. Anyway, my point was, it just it's a big difference between a guy standing in the corner 100%. of that party and a girl. That's 100%. all. And, and yes. I I didn't want to like separate the sexes and stuff like that because I know the kind of world we live in nowadays. But it's just true. It's reality. You know what I mean? Yes. It is. It's reality. Yes. It looks creepy for me oh, to go to a, soror- a sorority party and just stand there in the corner like, hey. It would be I live here, you asshole. I could see it too. That's the messed up part of it. I could see it in my mind. Just pop he's my like head. Frank, like, he's like the Frank the Tank old guy at the at the frat party, dude. Oh, is this the new Travis Scott? <laughs> well, but it but it is a, a good point though, because you're right. Like a bunch of a bunch of 20-year-old dudes would open, you know, welcome it, open arms. Yes, with a 38-year-old, With a uh, yes. very attractive 35, 38-year-old woman hanging out partying because yep. every single one of those 20-year-old dudes would probably hit on her. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, the the reverse of that is it is a little weird. It's, <laughs> it's like, Ed. It's Ed. Why, it's me. It's me. That's the reverse. Why is this dude here? That's weird. <laughs> Is somebody wait what it is? Is somebody wait for their dad to pick them up because he's here? He's in the corner. <laughs> Did somebody know call this guy? Uber? The drivers in the in the house. Do you uh, only have big ultra and can, or can I get a bottle? Dude, wow. All right. Well, so to that poor gentleman, that thirty-eight-year-old Mississippi Bulldog fan, uh, it's not looking good for you, bud. I mean, I think that's a consensus here. It's not appropriate. It's not okay. And uh, we wish you luck. I really feel like he put that out there in just in hopes that someone (laughs) would respond back like, dude, it's okay. My wife does it all the time. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, because he knows the answer. He does. He just was hoping that somebody would like just side with him. Help him out there. Yeah. Sorry. Hate hate to break it to you, but uh, it's not good not good at all so anyways guys i think we're out of time already god dang that flew by today it really really flew by so 
Uh, yeah. So if you, uh, you enjoyed what you heard, uh, again, like Ed said, the best thing you can do is subscribe to our channels. So that way, wherever you get your favorite podcast, whenever we drop a new episode, you get the alert. So you will never miss a new episode as it drops again. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, you know, you name it, YouTube, look out for us. Three dads in a minivan holiday spectacular coming in a couple months i do not know what that means but we will plan a holiday spectacular this year all right that means but it's coming so anyways uh three dads greg kev ed we appreciate you guys tuning in once again this week go bucks go bulls go bolts i would say go rays but they're out so Mm. anyways love you guys god bless three dads in a minivan we are out three dads in a minivan